Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, VGN crowd. Yet another episode of the Video Games Now podcast is upon us. Today we're going to discuss some multiplayer topics ranging from coach co-op to land parties. And I'm joined here today by coach co-op partner in crime, Will. How's it going, everyone? I like that nickname better than your your other one. What do you think? What do you mean? The uh, coach co-op partner in crime. It works for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we're joined by the brick shit house on the phone here. And his name's Mark. What's going on, BGN fans? All right. Uh, I mean... Since uh, since I always open these, I feel like I haven't been assigned a nickname, so we should maybe consider that right now. Well, you remember you were what calling are... me like the the jack of all trades. If anything, that's like you right now, because like how many times can you like multi like look at you right now, man? You're on the soundboard, you're on the mic, you're on your computer. You, I think you've got your phone going too. Yeah, I got like. What, what about the what about the voice? The voice. There we go. The voice of VGN. The voice of VGN. Yeah. Well, okay, I guess. I like it. But, you, but you're the jack-of-all-trades gamer. I'm the jack-of-all-trades technology gizmo dude. Yeah, like, if you were to put me in your spot right now, this podcast would not be going anywhere. <laughs> right on. All right, uh, over at the VGN shop, we have four new uh, t-shirt designs, and they also come in a poster format as well. So head over to our website, videogamesnow.ca, to check those out. All right, multiplayer discussion coming up right now. Yeah. Alright, multiplayer talk. Why don't we start with couch co-op? Back in the day when we were toddlers, we played uh, stuff on the couch. There was no interwebs. There was no, uh, you know, Xbox Live Gold. There was none of that. So, uh, what what, uh, what game do you think started it all, uh, Will? With uh, in terms of um, couch co-op multiplayer. Alright, now if we're going into it, we've talked about like Nintendo uh, quite a bit, but I think uh, right off the bat, it would be Super Mario Bros. Like, are we talking the ah. the ah, are we talking the original original with the with um, the pow block, or are we talking like the one for the NES? I think we're talking the uh, was it the SNES or did the NES? I thought the NES version was just Mario. Didn't they? Or could you be uh, do coach co op there as well? I couldn't remember. Uh, you couldn't like you couldn't play at the same time. You guys yeah. alternated turns, but uh, I think the one you're thinking of is the one with the pow block, where the turtles and the, and stuff came out of the. Uh, the, the pipes, right? Yes, yes, that one. 
What about you, Mark? That, that was re- that that was really fun. Just to to hit on that, I remember just me. I guess maybe that was kind of the first one. Like I remember me and my buddy used to just sit down in his basement and try and like knock each other with shells and yeah, running through the pipes and you can run to the other side. That was good. That was good. But for me, what really started it all was either Goldeneye or or Perfect Dark for the 64. That was the real one where you had four controllers, your buddies were all crammed in your room and you're looking at like a quarter of the screen like we talked off off the air. And you went over to the buddy's house who had the biggest tube TV of all you and you all took your corner and, and yeah, no, those were good times, man. You know, speaking of a tube uh, TV, I went through my garage and I literally forgot I had a 56 still sitting there. I was like trying to figure out what it was under the Fernie pad. I lifted it. I was like, wow, this is going to suck getting out of here. <laughs> Gigantic tube TV. And, and, and back in the day, it's like, oh, yeah, a 56-inch TV that weighs more than your house. It's- oh, man, this thing's got to weigh like 400 pounds. Like, I, Muscles is going to have to give me a hand when this thing's going to the dump. But uh, yeah, Goldeneye I think is a, is a is a good thing that you brought up, Mark, because that not only did it really define multiplayer coach co-op, it also basically is the uh, the grandfather of the FPS genre as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. I would say uh, I didn't even think first. of that. That's that's an interesting point there. The grandfather of the FP- FPS. Well, I mean, if you're getting real technical, Doom maybe, but. Um, Doom didn't have that multi. Did it have the multiplayer aspect? It like, didn't have uh, multiplayer, Goldeneye? but I'm in, ter- in terms of the FPS grandfatherism. Oh, would it? Have, was, oh, okay, yeah. Would it have been Doom or uh, I can't remember because I remember they came out around the same time as the original Quake, Doom, and Wolfenstein, and I just can't remember it, which it one would have been, been the all first th- one. It could have been all three. Well, yeah, yeah, they came out on the But so yeah, there, that was the thing. Oh. It was like 91, 92, or something like that. It was. It Might was, have even been like little earlier no, yeah it was like maybe like 90 i can't remember and it, everyone you know what's a uh, another one uh, to bring up the fps was uh, unreal tournament yeah which was which was huge for a little bit there I, I i know i played that on pc yeah um but going back to goldeneye i think yeah definitely this was a, a big uh turnaround and a huge uh I don't know the word I'm trying to think of. Maybe um, moment in time or uh, whatever. Milestone. Yeah, the milestone for uh, multiplayer games. It, it, like you could just jump in no matter what. You had different modes. Um, one of my favorite, like you know, getting that golden gun. Come on, like you could play that game for hours and still have fun. That game had a very good mix of Easter eggs, game modes. And like it was just endless, endless hours of fun. And another one that does that is uh, Smash Brothers for the 64. Like if you look at back at it now, there wasn't a whole lot of um, variation. But during the time, you're like, I can literally fight like Mario Pikachu could fight. Like that's some that's some badass stuff right there. Yeah. Um, ooh, I don't even remember like the first w- Smash Bros for the 64. I can't even remember if that was like my. F- I don't remember if I bought it or if that was one I played. I remember, but yeah, great game. Um, how about you, Mark? Ooh, that's it's gonna make me uh, sound young, but I don't really remember the one for the 64. I was, my first one I played a lot of was the one on the GameCube. Melee. 
Yeah, Melee, I think, was the first one I bought. I, I remember the 64 one, I just don't think I actually purchased it myself. Yeah, but um, Smash Bros. was one of the best multiplayers for the 64. Uh, multiplayer games for the 64. Uh, I mean, other than Goldeneye. Goldeneye was its own kind of beast. But um, if there wasn't really... A, was there a Street Fighter or anything on the on the 64? I would assume there was. I can't remember. Street Fighter... Um, oh, man, they released way too many Street there, Fighters to keep up with there, nowadays. There was, Mortal, there was Mortal Kombat, and I believe Bloody Roar was on the 64. Sounds familiar. You well, want to elaborate, what, Mark? What was Bloody Roar again? Bloody Roar was this, it was like Mortal Kombat's rival for a bit. It was the one where you could like pretty much transform into an animal. You know, you would start off as your guy, you go side to side fighting like Mortal Kombat, but then you could like go beast mode or transform, and you turn into like a cheetah or or a gorilla or something like that. Whatever, whatever the character's animal was. Beast mode. That's funny. I, I'm so glad that that's what that's the term you used. Um, my fiance and I watch uh, Ultimate Beastmaster, and we just call it Beast Mode. It's, uh, <laughs> Didn't I get you to watch that? Yeah, you did. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah. Um, I just feel like this the fighting games, uh, like those, kind of didn't really perform as well in the 64 as they probably may have could have, I guess. But, but Smash yeah. Bros. Like literally everybody had Smash Bros. Like. Uh, there's maybe like two people, the two people that are listening to this podcast right now, um, that didn't didn't have Smash Bros. But other than that, yeah, it was a huge, huge game. Yeah, well, because I, I remember also like Mario Party for the 64. That was huge. That was a really good one. Or a Controller Buster. Yeah, it was so it was it, was it was so huge that it had like 11 sequels. <laughs> I'm uh, anticipating we're going to have an, an announcement this year for the 12th? 12th? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, they did do an 11. 11 was Bowser. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm guessing here Switch is going to be getting the 12th, man. <laughs> how many times can you lose friends? I just don't understand. I just want to know how you're not going to break your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, those, those games are always so bad for like, because I'm competitive. So when my buddy says he can tap A faster than me, I'm really trying to tap A. When he says he can spin the controller faster than me, then I'm I'm gonna break the controller. <laughs> I've actually gone so hard that like I would lo I lost skin like right kind of where like you know right in between where your thumb comes down like the palm of your hand kind of right in there that little area was it was all like there was no skin. Yeah, they released gloves for that. Uh, you were talking about the one where you have to play tug of war with the one Bowser and the other three. Is that the one? Yeah, and you yeah, had to yeah. rotate. You had to rotate the joystick as fast as you could. So I just put my freaking middle of my palm down and just go to town. <laughs> What's gonna break first, your hand or your sixty-four control stick? Ah, uh, my hand was the first to, to lose skin, but then, but then the joystick did break eventually. <laughs> Yeah, I um between that mini game and Pokemon Puzzle League, I destroyed both my sixty four controllers uh, control sticks. <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, that was I don't even know. Like I remember the Wii got a uh, Wii or Wii Sports ended up getting what was it called the Wii uh, Wii Elbow or whatever. No, the the oh yo oh, yeah Wii Elbow oh, yeah, okay, the yeah, Wii yeah. Elbow and stuff. But I, I think if uh, you want to talk about like video game injuries, it would be Mario Party. I remember like I feeling like there is no skin on my fingers or like my finger was broken or it just doesn't want to work anymore. 
<laughs> I know, and like the one where you have to press A or B or whatever, like by the end of like playing Mario Party, my button was so mashed in that it was barely pressable. Yeah, I, I think uh, if we're talking like one of the biggest ga uh, games that would break controllers, it would have to be Mario Party because I remember I must have gone through at least, ooh, I don't know, maybe four or five controllers with the N64. I just had a flashback. But sorry, sorry to cut you off. I, um, I had a flashback. I was playing Advance Wars on my GBA and uh, <laughs> got so mad when my strategy got thwarted by a computer that I just ripped the game out and like, threw it across the room. So the game was okay though. I played it again and got mad once, once more. <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure we're all in agreement that the GoldenEye, Mario Party, the, and like the uh, Super Smash Bros were just huge, huge couch. You know, bring your buddies over and play. But what about the Xbox? So this was before Xbox Live was a thing, before like their online was was what it is today. Um, me and my buddies would, like, when my one buddy had an Xbox and you hook it up to your computer, or you don't even hook it up, you you download Xbox Connect, and you could actually play the original Halo on, like, with your buddies, um, sitting there, four-player or three-player split screen, but against other people. So it was almost like one giant LAN party. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, go kind of going back on to what you said, Nintendo was, is was and kind of still is the kingpin of couch co-op um but yeah i think when the xbox came out and halo was released as its, as its launch title that halo definitely opened up a brand new can of worms in terms of uh couch player co or couch co-op all the way up until five came out and then that's when it got bad um but yeah the, the couch co-op on uh, for the campaign was really really good the split screen was amazing like it's just it was a really well balanced game the first halo yeah um if we're talking about Halo, it's really hard, and a lot and a lot of people always forget that the original Halo was actually being developed as an Apple game. Could you imagine if Apple released a um, console, be called like the iConsole, and it'd just be garbage? <laughs> yeah, but like, <clears throat> I'm so happy they actually passed on the Halo franchise, and Microsoft decided to pick it up, or we wouldn't have the generation of gamers um, that we do now. Like Halo was a huge turning point and a milestone, like you said, as well. For Couch uh, Co-op, the cooperative was just amazing. The story was flawless. Um, the, you know, uh, the different uh, uh, difficulty modes made the game uh, replayable. And then um, definitely the multiplayer. Like, you could uh, four-player four uh, split screen. You maybe only had, like, a good... Well, depending on what size TV you were on, if I, you were on like a 20 or a 24, man, you had to get very close to that screen. Did you ever have the PIP the pip pop-up menus on the old tube TVs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so for the new kids that don't know what that is, it's you basically you push the PIP button on your remote for your old tube TV, and it would pull up another um, another little mini like screen on the screen. So like for me, my dad or whatever would be watching the news, and then I would want to play video games. He's like... Well, I'm watching the news, so I'd push the pip menu, and then I'd have this little bubble in the middle of the TV screen, and I'd be playing Star Fox, and then he was okay with that, so. <laughs> oh, I remember the little pip. Yeah, yes, I remember your time. You did not play Star Fox on the little pip screen, did you? 
Oh yeah, dude. Um, I, I couldn't hear them, obviously, because they defaulted to the main picture. But yeah, no, I played Star Fox and Little Pip, and I did awful because the screen was about, you know, four inches uh, by that's... three inches. Like, how close yeah. did you have to be? I, oh, I was like right there cross-legged. Like, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. I was right up to the TV. That's not good on your eyes, man. And shockingly, I don't have glasses yet, so who knows? Yeah, and, um, don't they still have a similar mode though on the TVs now? Because I know I still use it sometimes. Is when I'm playing video games and I'll uh, turn on like the news or something, or even a movie or a TV show, and I'll have it on the corner now. But isn't that similar to what the Pip was? I I, I guess so. Um, but now we have smart TVs, so you yeah. can do whatever the hell you want, really. So. All right, guys. So yeah, we talked about Taylor. We talked about a lot about Nintendo because, uh, like I said, kingpin of uh, multiplayer. But uh, let's uh, maybe move over to the PS line. Um, Mark, do you have any fond memories of some multiplayer games on the uh, on the PS? Oh, PlayStation multiplayer wasn't always PlayStation's strong suit. Um, and that's me being a PlayStation guy. I can admit that. Uh, I was uh, I was gonna throw one down. Gran Turismo is, is one that sticks out of my mind. Okay, if you're see, I'm not I'm not big into the whole race racing genre. If you're gonna go Gran Turismo, I would throw out Need for Speed. I I, I liked that one as a better racing game than uh, Gran Turismo. Yeah, Will and I were talking about that off the air. Um, even the newer Need for Speeds have um, some good uh, multiplayer options. Uh, he was talking about what was the one you're talking about? Um, well, we were talking about uh, Hot Pursuit, and then uh, I mentioned uh, Most Wanted, and I think those are yeah. uh, two of the, my top favorite games for Need for Speed. Now, we're talking about couch co-op PlayStation titles, correct? Because they have, do have a lot of good online multiplayer games, but if we're just trying to go back and think of good Sony couch co-op games, I, I might need a hand here. Yeah, Sony uh, really didn't focus too much on couch co-op or well, there cooperative. Was, there was the final. Oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Keep going. No, you keep going. I uh, basically said. Well, what I was I gonna say to. there was the Final Fantasies that came out, which they invested a lot of time in, all single player. Yeah. Um, there was oh Kingdom Hearts. There was um, uh, Killzone. I think that was a PlayStation 3 exclusive. Uh, all all single-player game. I mean, I guess Killzone would have had multiplayer in it as well. The first Killzone, um, though, was on PS2, or the first PlayStation. I think it was on the PS2. I think it was the PS2. Yeah, I think you're right. But, yeah, um, I, I think yeah. I think uh, PlayStation was it was a new company at the time. Like, it was not, not a company, sorry. Sony was just developing consoles at that time, so um, it's... I'm sure that they were both more more focused on doing a story-driven game more than than um, than um, Nintendo was. Nintendo was just basically they want their players to have fun. They want to engage their 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 fun side, right? But uh, yeah, Sony and even even Sony nowadays has more story-driven games. And and if you're looking for a good campaign story, you definitely go Sony. And I'm saying that, and I don't own a PS, so you're going yeah. to though. We've talked about this. You you're going to be buying a PS4 within the next couple weeks. This is already and, uh, and, decided. And may I suggest a PS4 Pro? You can get it at a good deal now, and you have a 4K TV, so you could really. Look, graphics. look well, at you, Mark, reaching right into uh, Rodney's pocket. Yeah, yeah, I might as well just give you my money, Mark. Um, <laughs> but, 
Well, we're going to an auction tomorrow, and there was a PS4 available, so I might uh, I may bid on that. We'll oh, see. never mind. That's awesome. Yeah. But I want to bring up one game, uh, Legend of Spyro 3. I can't remember if that was PS2 or PlayStation, um, but yes, that did have um, cooperative uh, story, and that was where you could play as Spyro and um, the little sidekick Cinder. Oh, I remember. That was for PS2. Um, the first two Spyros were on PlayStation, and then the third one was on PS2. Good memory. I, I, I didn't play that one, but I did play a lot of the Spyros. Those were hot. Those are hot games. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on here. Um, we got the best drinking game of all time, DDR. Multiplayer. Drinking game. <laughs> man, I couldn't do Dance, Dance Revolution even sober. <laughs> but man, we drinking brings out your, your dance inside. <laughs> my feet don't move like have you seen like some of the like world champion DDR people well yeah they have a bar at the back that's cheating yeah but the way their legs <laughs> move my legs don't move like that that's like a animation they, uh, uh, if we're gonna sorry go ahead Mark. Oh, I was, if, if we're gonna talk about Dance Dance Revolution I gotta give a shout out to Step Mania which is a really wicked game my buddy was really good at it you pretty much you can get it on the computer and it's Dance Dance Revolution for your fingers and it had the left, right, it plays the music, does all the lights and everything, but you gotta press like up, backspace, do, 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 all really quickly. That sounds like just to make the people who can't actually move their bodies happy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you'd be really good at it though, Rodney. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm all technical here. I'm already, I'm already got a f 10 different fingers on 10 different things here. <laughs> With another <laughs> hand in his I gotta smarties. show you Step Mania, I bet you could do it. You hear that, Mark? Yeah, I'm eating, I'm eating Smarties right now so oh. um oh and but uh for our american friends not the not the chalky gross rockety looking things it's the it's basically m&ms but way better <laughs> wow got dark there for a second yeah um but <laughs> uh ddr i think mark you'd be good at ddr you play football you do those the, the tire exercise all the time right yeah but um i am uncoordinated sir <laughs> i i know <laughs> I'm like a half second, I don't know, I'm like two full seconds slow. So like by the time I see the left and I'm moving my left foot there, I've already missed a couple dance moves. Oh, you don't have good uh, hand foot coordination is what you're saying? No, no, it's brain foot coordination. And I got no rhythm too. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad combination for sure. But um, <laughs> I mean, if you did, you'd be good because you do the, the, the tire exercise. I could probably do oh, the tire yeah. exercise too, but I, I just don't really don't want to get active right at the moment. <laughs> so, all right, moving on here. Uh, any other uh, interesting little couch co-op games that you want to see there, Will? I'd like to bring up one game. Um, it's kind of dead now, but um, I think because a couple other games have replaced it. But one of my favorites uh, was Guitar Hero. Oh. And, and Rock Band at the same time. We'll just might as well pretty tack, much, tackle like, both those. Rock time. Band pretty much like eliminated Guitar Hero because it added like drums yeah. and mics. But <laughs> mind you, on that same note, uh, Rock Band basically made the multiplayer uh, that whole th yeah, genre, yeah. right? So because Guitar Hero, like, okay, yeah, you could, you know, one person could play bass, one person could play guitar, but like uh, Rock Band, it's like there's four dudes. Yeah, but I'm just talking like Guitar Hero. Without Guitar Hero, there wouldn't have been Rock Band. I don't think. 
I find Rock Band, like, doesn't... It's not synced with it. I don't know. I, maybe it's just because I suck at Rock Band. I'm just trying to make excuses or whatever. But How do you suck? I remember at PAX the other play- couple years ago, you were playing, like, the hardest difficulties on drums, and you, you come off the stage thinking you did bad, and I looked at your score. It's, like, 97%, and the lady's like, huh, he must be really good at this game. I was like, I don't think he plays it that often. Yeah, I just play all the instruments all the time. Oh, oh speaking of uh, VGN fans, um, I'm currently working on a... Um, Metal version of Boson Bill from Sea of Thieves. It's the do 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 that one. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna post that on our on our YouTube page when it's done. It's gonna be sweet. I just laid down the d- drum track and it sounds sweet. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that. And uh, if you guys like that video, I'll make more songs like that. Look for uh, look forward to a VGN. I have uh, gotten a quick taste of it today and it sounds amazing. So yeah, Mu- music. I can do everything with music except read it. So that's that's the that's the downfall. <laughs> I can play all the instruments, but I can't read music. So, um, all right, moving on again. Uh, Army of Two. What do you think of that, uh, Mark? Have you played Army of Two? Army of Two? No, I haven't. Oh man, I'm in the same oh, boat man. as you. Will Will's going to shame us now, and he's going to yeah, talk all about it. Army of Two was a, an amazing game. Um, basically, <clears throat> it uh, for co-op, it was a different style. Um, one player, they, they added aggro, aggro. Mark, you, I'm sure, know what aggro is by now, right? We've gotten you into a bit more oh, yeah. gaming. Yeah. So if one person was uh, doing all the shooting, um, there was a, a little um, meter or something on the side of the screen that would give you your aggro. And basically all the AI enemies would focus on him while your partner basically became the ghost kind of understand so while one person is taking the aggro taking the fire and you know keeping all the enemies uh, occupied the other person could kind of sneak around a little to the side get a better vantage point pull out maybe something with a bit of a rifle or uh, you know if he really wants to get messy you know a minigun <laughs> just but um yeah like games like that really change the way how ai i think plays Speaking of good AI, Far Cry 5 has, like, the best AI I've seen in a long time. Like, really oh good AI. Oh my god, can we talk about that for a second? Holy. I, oh yeah, it's really good. We kind of talked about it last time, Mark, with our um, with our Far Cry oh, 5 yeah, podcast. But, right, yeah. man, AI is so good in that game. I have uh, two gun for hires in that game right now. I have a sniper chick that's, like, super hardcore, and she has, like almost 200 kills like she's a monster <laughs> and, oh, and yeah. then the other one is one of the specialty ones the the chick with the helicopter and i literally oh. just like i'll come to up to a cult outpost i'll just send both of them in and they'll just mow murder everybody and i haven't done anything and then i'll get the undetected bonus every time it's freaking awesome they're just, they're just so smart <laughs> yeah i know i found the same thing some of them are kind of dumb though like i have i've seen the best of both worlds i have a guy andrew smith first guy i met in the game i roll with him he's not only survived like revived me several times when i've like made a mistake or something he'll run in and save the day but he's yeah he's got my back every time i've almost got like okay well we'll make this quick because we, yeah, we shouldn't be talking about far cry again but um <laughs> i was staring one way trying to snipe someone to get one of my long long range kills and i didn't realize people were coming up behind me and all i had was andrew smith and he caps them both and I look behind me and I see two bodies and I just look back and I'm like, thank you. 
Yeah, um, I find the RPG guys are dumb because they're like hiding behind a tree and then they like go to shoot their RPG and they like hit the tree with the freaking rocket and blow themselves up. And then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, now I gotta waste my time running over and reviving you, but okay. Yeah. But anyways, okay, yeah, back on topic here. Um, so let's maybe move over towards the online multiplayer now and what what game do you guys think started or built the bridge for that, for the, the one that moved basically everybody over from couch co-op onto online? Ooh, okay, if we're gonna... See, I don't know if this is the game that actually did that, but you have to you have to give WoW a shout-out. World of Warcraft, I think that was... I mean, Conan the Barbarian, maybe before that one, but WoW was like the first one that would take just regular people and turn them into hardcore MMORPG fans. Yeah, yeah. You know, that one actually slipped past us a little bit. Um... If we're talking uh, full-on transitioning into uh, online games, I would have to say uh, give it to you on that one, Mark. Uh, Warcraft was definitely one I remember wasting a lot of my uh, my teen years on. <laughs> I actually didn't waste any of my teen years on it. I didn't play. I didn't play well because like everyone, I was one of those kids that didn't jump on the hype train. I'm like, yeah, no, you guys. Yeah. Um, so, but I played. I have played. I played Arc Age and I played. Um, Oh, there's a new one coming out. I can't remember the name of it that I played before. The one I told yeah, you about, Trion or something. Trion? No, it was something else. Yeah, whatever. You know, super prepared. Anyways, um, yeah, so... Yeah, I played a couple MMOs. And uh, I like them, but I only get to, like, level 40. And then I stop playing because I just kind of lose interest, honestly. Uh, well, we talked about it before. Mark and I are playing Elder Scrolls Online. Um, but I'm not playing that as religiously as I did World of Warcraft, thank God. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, um, game. what was that? Same type of game though. Like takes a lot of, a lot of time. Yeah. I think it's more of nowadays. I realize like I have other, uh, shit to do, uh, than just, uh, play video games. I have to make money. I have to support myself. We, like, have, we have to adult. Yeah. We have to be a bit of Bl adult. Blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, says the guy that's just like sitting on his couch right now enjoying the downtime. Um, my brother told me that apparently there's a there's a dating site for gold diggers, so we should maybe check that out so we can uh, play video games for the rest of our life. I have to say this, uh, I'm more interested in the dating site for gamers. That way I will find a wife that won't give me shit every time I want to play a game when I get home. Says the only single one here. Ouch. That just hurts. You have probably most time on anybody. All right, anyways. Uh, there, there's, there's another game I wanted to mention that uh, I thought growing up was just huge, and it was really fun playing uh, co-op. Was uh, Did you guys ever play Army Men? Was that that uh, toy soldier style kind of game? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was I, a toy soldier style game. Yeah, oh, man. I remember that one. Against, you're pitted up against different colors, like tan, there was blue and stuff. There was the campaign mode, but then there was also online multiplayer. Yeah, that was fun. I remember because you had your different units too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you'd have your paratroopers that could come in behind enemy lines. Yeah, I remember that game really well. I forgot about it though till you mentioned it. Yeah. Don't sleep on me today. I'm bringing it back. All the classics. <laughs> <laughs> Getting cocky already. <laughs> and then here I am. I only had like a 64, so I just played all the 64 ones. And then now you guys are. You guys have lost me. I'm eating my Smarties over here and I'm paying attention. <laughs> um, but they, they actually released an Army Men 4 Nintendo. 
Oh yeah, they did. Well, I played Command and Conquer, and that's it. Not, not a multiplayer game at all, but yeah, I played Command and Conquer. That was like the only army game that I played, really. Rodney, we're talking that about. That was a like, good game. That was a really good game. I played that one as well. Yeah. Army Men was basically designed using like those little army soldiers you'd get as a kid. Remember that had like the little stands? That's how the, the green game, ones, right? Yeah, that was it. That's how Army Men were played. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've seen a mobile game about this now. Probably. I, it's been years since I picked the original up. Interesting. <clears throat> All right. I'm eating smarters. Please talk. Okay. Uh, oh, well, we talk. I'll keep. Oh, yep. I can keep going. Yes. Do you remember? Do you remember worms? Oh. Uh, the battle. The battle worms, where you could actually even design your own levels or whatever, but it was like five on five, and you moved each. Each of you got a turn going back and forth. Yeah, I remember Worms. One of my favorites. I uh, actually um, snuck. Well, I didn't sneak in, but I managed to uh, get a copy and loaded it up onto one of the uh, my elementary middle school uh, computers. So when we had computer class, that's what I'd be playing. <laughs> Man, I played many a computer games while um, yeah while in IT class in school. It was great. Um, trying to think of a couple. There's lots of flash games that we'd play, and then he. And my IT class, obviously, since I'm technologically inclined, um, I basically did all the projects before they were even get, given out. I was like, if like, think of like the smartest guy you know that like does math or girl that does math and is so good at it that they're like, oh yeah, you can just go do university math. That was me in IT class. I just like was so good at everything. He's just like, okay, well, do, do something. Do, do something. And I was like, okay, and I just played flash games. It was great. Nice. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, I remember Worms. Um, I know there's something. Uh, what about you, Mark? You, you got any more to throw our way? Oh, as now for now we're talking co-op online games that we feel have changed, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the only one that I can actually think of that's really different is the Players Unknown Battlegrounds and Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. They've, they've kind of, you know, changed the way we way we play multiplayer games. It's not just like, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. It's it's one-on-one. Yeah, but it's like times 100. <laughs> well, that was, and, the, uh, yeah, that was the next step for sure because we... It, it, first, it was 16 max because um, uh, you had to do system link with your Xbox, right? When, the, like, Halo, when you played Halo 1, you did system link and you then... There was four per Xbox, and there was only four Xboxes that could hook up to each other. So you could do 16 max. And then they basically kept 16 max for a long time, even with servers. They would only have 16 people max on the servers. And then it went up to 32. And then with, um, I remember Battlefield 1 came out a few years ago, it was 64 people. And now it's 100. So it's like it's a massive amount of people all on one map. So it's, 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 quite, uh, it's quite great. Yeah. Um, maybe not one that's really changed... Like, we're talking Fortnite, we're talking players in known Battleground. What about Battlefront? Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront was one that came out and strictly was just all online at first. They didn't give you any campaign. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's, been a, there's a couple games like that where they're just solely online, like... Oh god, the first Titanfall was all online. They had a, a looping campaign that you like you couldn't even choose your mission they're just like hey yeah you're playing whatever mission is currently queued oh that game that game made me so mad i was so stoked to play it too and then like, it was such a big let letdown i didn't even play the second one because I, I was so disappointed with the first one you know we've talked about like um 
PUBG and uh, Fortnite before, but I, you know, if we go back a little bit, hasn't there been other like free-for-all style games? I remember there was something for the PS3 that was kind of um, a free-for-all. It didn't do too oh, well. Uh, uh, Starhawk, I think it was. Or even um, what's the other uh, uh, Dynasty Warriors or the, the, those kind of series and the spinoffs, like the One Piece game spinoffs or, yeah. or, or Hyrule Warriors right. or any of those kind of ones? Like those are multiplayer too, right? Um, you're, I mean, you're on the same map, but you're not. Um, you're not necessarily, you know, doing any good. Yeah. <laughs> Dynasty Warriors was always funny. I always never knew what was going on. I just uh, hack and slashed and hoped I was heading and yeah. uh, doing the objective. And then you play hero mode on Hyrule Warriors and you get wrecked, like really wrecked hard. Really hard. Yeah, because you're, you're like level like 50 and then all the enemies are level 83 and you're like, all right. Yeah. You had to play that very strategically so you wouldn't die. It just reminds you of Cruel Brawl on... Oh, Cruel Brawl was brutal. Um... Another one I, I want to mention, because Dynasty Warriors, I remember playing um, Dynasty Warrior Gundam, Gundam or whatever, and man, can you get, like, destroyed. Like, you're just flying around in your Gundam, and next thing you know, there's, like, three uh, like three enemies, and they're all, like, basically your level, and then there's, like a, like, a boss will appear out of nowhere, and it's like, well, I guess this is time for the white flag. <laughs> just want to take a moment to appreciate this King K. Rule song that's, like, really well remixed. You remix it or did you steal it? Oh, I, I didn't steal it. I downloaded <laughs> it. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I downloaded it from Newground, so it's all good as long as I'm not making money off the podcast, which we're not. Or you're, you're listening to it for free. Nice. Very nice. Just smooth. So yeah, this one's done by... What? 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 Spriddles. That's his name. Spriddles on Newgrounds. And it's called... Uh, what is it? King K rules country and countries with a K, like a, wheat, like a like an illiterate. Yeah. All right. Spriddles. Yeah, yeah, Spriddles. He probably he probably thinks that's how Skittles are spelled too. But anyways, all right, moving on. Um, so, so I just want to talk briefly about the next podcast that we're going to do, which is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about some video game movies. We just recently saw Player Ready Player One, which was really good, really, 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 really good. You should go see it. If you have not seen it yet, if, uh, if you're a gamer, I'm assuming you are listening to this. It's it's a really really good, um, kind of a tribute movie to gamers, I guess, um, not, uh, unintentionally. But like, if you watch it, you can really really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Mark bailed on us on this one, so he, he won't be able to help out too much for uh, that uh, uh, movie. But uh, it was very nostalgic. Um, if you grew up playing games and you're still playing or you've watched like tons of movies or comics and stuff like that ready player one is the movie for you yeah and then uh we're gonna go see rampage on friday so we'll uh, record a podcast <laughs> sunday morning and then we'll release it right away because uh, we usually have to re- we usually release our podcasts before that but um yeah so we're gonna watch rampage we're super excited because it looks good and Dwayne the rock johnson's in it so he's our favorite actor of all time because he's buff He's buff. Then wouldn't that make Mark your favorite as well? Don't tell him he's listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so we got Rampage coming up. Um, that'll be an interesting one because the movie in no way reminds me of the the old game where you had like a giant gorilla, a wolf, and an alligator attacking an apartment building. 
Uh, now you got a giant gorilla, a giant alligator, and a flying monster giant wolf attacking a city. <laughs> All I gotta say is I have zero expectations going into this movie, and I hope I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I, I kind of second that. I There has been very little um, video game adaptation movies that are that have been good, so... Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not expecting a whole lot from this, but um, I'm, I'm excited to just do the next podcast. It's going to be really good. Um, and then we're also going to do top ten uh, worst video game movies of all time. And I'm not sure what number one. We'll have to discuss what number one is. I don't know what number one will be. We're going to have to discuss that. But I will tell you, a lot of these numbers are definitely going to have one director's name attached to it, and it is definitely Ubal. 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 Who has to be hands down. The worst director of all time. Like, the worst. <laughs> Ruined franchises. He's probably killed, like, any credibility some actors could have even made. <laughs> like, he, he literally doesn't have anything higher than a 4.5 on IMDb. Like, he's just straight trash. And then, uh, speaking of him now, he's <laughs> literally going after Rampage for stealing his, the name of his franchise called Rampage. And he wants money. And he's expecting to win, apparently. But you, if you, if you want to have a good laugh, definitely check out his Twitter. <laughs> but I will say, it is not safe for work. There is a lot of swearing. <laughs> well, if 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 it all goes, uh, if it doesn't go his way, he can always challenge him to a boxing match. Like he's like he's done in the past for everybody else. If he was smart, he should just stick to running his restaurant in Vancouver, and then we will uh, never have to worry about him again. Yeah, he should he should stick to making pasta instead of making movies because it should have passed as even some part of that. Yeah, speaking of his <laughs> pasta, I think it's still like forty dollars. Well, yeah, took took him you know two million dollars to make a game that made a quarter of that. So you know, sorry, I'm bashing a bowl and he's probably listening because he's, he's probably he's probably the one of the two people to listen to this podcast from Vancouver, our hometown. <laughs> Yeah, we have five. We got five downloads a week. Th- four of them are from the people that work on the podcast, and then there's one other, and it's him. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> then we should bring him on and just trash him on air. And he'll punch me out. He is a boxer, for those who don't know who he is. You look him up, he looks like a weird dude. Um, but yeah, he used to be a boxer, and he used to challenge people to boxing matches if they didn't agree with his movie or something. Mark would back you up. I just videotape. <laughs> videotape and then run away when he looks your way. Definitely. Yeah. All right. We should wrap it up, and uh, so that there's a little preview of what's what's gonna come up next. We're, we could probably talk for a good hour uh, oh. next time. Oh, go ahead. Um, I also want to bring up a game I just purchased for uh, Mark Rod- and Rodney and myself. Is I have just picked up a way out. So we will do some sort of maybe a live stream on that coming up and we will also have a review of that uh, coming your way shortly as well maybe on youtube uh we don't know but uh look for it it's gonna be a lot of fun and uh, yeah speaking of couch co-op it's like the first couch co-op game since like you know christ was a child so yep all right guys um mark you got anything to say before we sign off <laughs> no i think i'm good just like everything right the words right out of my mouth all right, great. Uh, so yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll probably talk for a good hour next on the next podcast. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys want to uh, um, shout out your your favorite worst movies of all time uh, that, that uh, were adapted from video games, check out our social media pages: Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, 
um, put a picture up on Instagram of the movie poster and, or yeah, it's going to be good stuff. All right, guys, thanks a lot for listening to our podcast and uh, let us know your thoughts and, 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 uh, and show us your love and we'll, uh, we'll see you all in the next one. Bye bye. Bye guys. See ya. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.